Hello, welcome to another edition of Renew to Win. I'm your host, your your Bible teacher, um, your mentor, and your your spiritual leader on this journey of uh, making the most out of our lives. And uh, today, I just want to welcome you. Uh, I wherever you're watching from, listening from, um, I, I wish you a good day and. Uh, Thanks, thanks for your support. I, I just want to make a couple of announcements. Uh, the, the website's getting redone. Um, we are going to have more information on our spiritual warfare coaching program uh, that will be uh, um, that we're being led into from 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 God, and um, we look forward to starting that. And so many people have already expressed interest, and I know that there's a need for that. So we, we look forward to that. Um, if you need prayer requests, uh, send me an email. Uh, if you have prayer needs, uh, let me know. We do pray here at Renew to Win. Uh, we are a, a praying organization, a praying ministry. We believe the power of Jesus Christ can uh, overcome any any struggles that we're currently going through. Um, so, please, uh, if if you like what you hear here, hit like, um, share share this uh, this video or this podcast with with your friends um whoever else you know may be struggling and, and we we appreciate the growth we appreciate all that you guys are doing for us so so thank you very much um today i want to talk about the high standard required for for christian leaders so let's pray dear father we we invite you into this into this message god we call on you, God, to, to be with us, to guide us, to lead us. God, I commit my my thoughts, my words into your hands, Lord. Say what you will through me. Say what you uh, intend. Let the hearers, let whoever is hearing this message, watching this message, God, get the understanding, grasp the message. Um, lead us, God. Just Just be with us. Strengthen us, Lord, for the work that you've called us to. Let us continue to, to seek you, to put you first, God. Make us into the mighty spiritual warriors that you've called us to be, Lord. Let us um, equip ourselves for this last day harvest. We glorify you, we honor you, we praise you. We thank you, God. See, there's a, there's a high calling on Christians the the common the common um way of of living for christians that that i see and it's very disappointing is is they go they go to church on sunday morning they sit there for an hour um maybe an hour and a half um and then they walk out the door and they don't think about god again until the following week and in the meantime their life is in turmoil and um th they wonder why and it's because they keep God in this compartment, and he's not meant to, to stay there. So I want to talk to you about the high standards required, because you as a Christian leader, um, a spiritual warrior, you're meant to help these people. You're meant to, to pull them out of their, their, their bad habits, their, their destructive behavior, and show them that, that by living a life completely sold out and devoted to Jesus Christ, they are going to get the, the, the success that they desire, the, the godly success. 
So let's talk about the high calling of uh, of Christian leadership. First Corinthians four one to two says, "So then, men ought to regard us as servants of Christ and as those entrusted with the secret things of God." Now it is required that those who have been given a trust must prove faithful. And too many people fall short in this area. So I was doing some research and there were about 400 people in the Bible who were given leadership roles. And you know, you would think in a book such as the Bible, uh, there would be so many success stories. But uh, I began to do some research, and, and I, I looked it up, um, and I read some articles, and only about 25% of people in the Bible who were given leadership roles actually finished their 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 call from God. Now, that's that's 100 people. That's, that's one out of four. Um we can do better as the church we need to do better in these last days and in these end times uh, we need to step up we need to have more of a success rate than than one out of four 25 percent and god's calling you so of these 25 percent that did succeed they were they were obedient to his will to, to god's will they understood the call that God placed on their life, and they chased, they went after it. Um, they fulfilled God's plan for them. And the ones who lived successfully committed life were committed to lifetime spiritual growth. Right, so about 25% of them lived in the will of God. That's 100 people. And what do we mean by, by lived in the will of God? What do we mean that they were successful? Um, they were obedient to his will. They trusted his plan. They pursued his plan. They felt his calling. Um, they, they fulfilled all that God had created them to, to do. The, the, so one and two, they were obedient to his will. Number two, they fulfilled God's plan. The next one is the ones who lived successful, committed lives to God were committed to spiritual growth. So they didn't just show up on Sunday, go to church, and then leave and the rest of the week they, they lived in the world. No, they, they committed their lives. Y you know, I think for me personally, um, it's about 7.30 a.m. where I live as I'm recording this. I've been up since 5 a.m. this morning. Well, why, why did I get up at 5 a.m.? Um, well, first I had to take the dog out. I had to take Taz out. Um, but as th that starts my 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 day, it starts my my seeking of God. Because when I'm when I'm outside with Taz, we go out in the there's woods behind the house, and we go out there and, and I start communicating with God. I, I I start getting thankful for for all that He's done for me. Um, and then after that, I sit on the deck for for a little bit and just meditate and listen for His leading for the day. Um, I go in, well, if the weather is nice, I'll, I'll sit on the deck and read my Bible. Um, then, then I'll, I'll go into my prayer closet. I'll pray for a little while. So, so, um, between five and seven, I'm 
doing the most important part of my day. I'm committing to, to the spiritual growth that, that I need in order to do all these things that God has called me to do. Because a spiritual warrior's life is not easy. You need to be committed to it. And you need to be committed to spiritual growth. Um, and your example for all this should be Jesus Christ. Luke actually said this about Jesus in Luke 2.52. Jesus grew in wisdom and stature, in the favor with God and men. He was committed to development and achievement, even though he was God. He set that example. He was perfect, but he set that as an example for his followers back then and even today. Um, the Apostle Paul was a lifelong learner, and his example was Jesus. He told the Philippians that even though he was well-educated, he had the best teachers, um, he, 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 was, he was taught the ways of, uh, of, of the Jews from the time he was uh, very young until that time when Jesus encountered him and, and he was transformed. Uh, he was well-educated, but he had not yet attained the spiritual and eternal truths that he sought. It's a lifetime process. You can't go to church for an hour and a week and expect to, to live a spiritual life. It's just not going to happen. And Paul's desire to continue was learning was, was strong even at the end of his life while he was in prison. In 2 Timothy 4.13 it says, When you come, bring the cloak that I left with Carpus at Troas and my scrolls, especially the parchments. So Paul was talking to Timothy before Timothy came to visit Paul in, in, in prison. He was saying, hey, bring my scrolls. Um, today's translation, hey, bring my books. Bring my, how, how many books do you have? How many books do you own? Um, and if money's tight, you don't need to own. There's, there's ways to, to use the library. Um, if, if you prefer to use online books, I, I actually like the physical books that I can open and close and flip the pages but but some people like like the, the, you you have there's no excuse there's so much knowledge in our world today there's no excuse to to not be continually learning and Paul also asked Timothy hey bring my parchments those those were the scriptures he wanted to continue to read learn and stay encouraged even even when he was in prison during Paul's ministry on earth, he wrote a lot about leadership, Christian leadership, uh, spiritual warriors, um, to be more specific. And he gave, he gave instructions on, on how, how a Christian leader should live their life. And he gave instructions about what Christian leaders should and shouldn't do. He taught young pastors that their life should be models for all. Listen, if, if you're, especially in today's age, if you're living a, a Christian life, there are people that are, are looking for holes in your belief system, that, that are looking for holes in your life so that they can, um, they can accuse you. They can bring you down. That's not to say that you, you can't live your life being afraid to make mistakes. But hey, listen, 
Pay attention to what you're doing. Pay attention to what you're saying. It matters. Make sure the Holy Spirit is leading the course of your life and not your own, your own selfish ego. Some of his writings warned Christians not to take their leaders or their support for granted. Um, you've, you've hopefully surrounded yourself with some strong Christian mentors and leaders. Um, listen to what they're saying, listen to what they're teaching you, and apply that into your own life so that you can help those that God puts in your path. He instructed them to give leaders respect. A Christian leader, a spiritual warrior, has, has God-given authority. And we need to treat those people as such. Um, you, you should, as a child of God, you, you should also expect that type of uh, treatment. Uh, Paul knew the value of, of Christian leadership. And he taught about it constantly. In 1 Corinthians 4, Paul shows what a Christian leader should look like. And first off, it's not a title. Uh, quite honestly, I don't care what, what people call me. Uh, I, I, am, I am a pastor, uh, a life coach, minister. Uh, most people just call me Michael. And, and, and I'm good with that. But the effects of my life can be seen in, in the people I encounter on a daily basis. Uh, whether they're friends, family members, uh, co-workers. Uh, Paul believed if a leader followed his advice, outlined in verses 1 to 2, they would finish their life on earth according to God's plan. So what can you do to ensure your spiritual growth? Continue to learn. Now, I don't know personally if, if you've actually ever read your Bible. Um, if you haven't, I would highly recommend it. But there are those who, who uh, you know, may have read their Bible years ago, and that's where it ends. And, and, and you know, how can you possibly live out God's plan for your life and, and be in His Word if you don't even know His Word? You know, I went through, um, I, I had an intense period of study this past weekend, and I was reading in the New Testament, and these words were popping off the page still today after all these years, uh, new revelations. So, so I highly encourage you to, to, to find that time. Um, I do in the morning, and then I do again in the afternoon. But you need to fi find that time. Develop a passion to improve, to increase your knowledge. Like I said before, read, read good books. Watch videos. Uh, make sure the videos you're watching are clean, godly. Uh, do a little research behind the people who, who are making these videos. Don't just watch things and you don't know where they're coming from. That's not God's plan for your life. Listen in church. Especially in today's age, I see so many people during church um, on their phones, and, and I know the Bible apps are are, are new and, and and well, they've been around for some time now. But but I know that many many people do use their their Bible apps on their phone. But I also see people. Uh, I happen to glance at screens once in a while, and, and I I see people with games open and texts going, and uh, 
That's not what church is for. Put away, put away your phone. Put it on silent. Take out a pad and paper. If 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 the phone distracts you and you find yourself lost in that during during the church service, actually listen. Read your Bible. Don't take what I'm saying. Don't take what the, your pastor at church is saying. Don't take what your Christian friend is saying. Look for yourself. Know what is in your Bible. Know where it is. Um, I'm not good at memorizing scripture. But I know what's in there and I know how to find it when I need it. So Christian leadership requires accountability. In society, leadership qualifications are not always taken so seriously. Uh, we have a character problem in society. And this can be seen in, in the lack of trust in government and our elected officials. Um, but you, as a Christian leader, you, you're expected to be different. As a spiritual warrior, as a representative of God, you're not meant to live like others. Paul discusses accountability and uh, many, many kids grow up with no accountability. And uh, I, I, myself, when as as a young, as a young teenager, I had no accountability, and it showed in my early adult life. Uh, be, before before I actually developed the relationship I have with God today, um, even even when I thought I knew God, I went through a period of of intense struggle, intense hardness, and it was all because of of no accountability. Uh, so, so 1 Corinthians 4.1 says, This then is how you ought to regard us, as servants of Christ, and as those entrusted with the mysteries God has revealed. So in order to, to grow as a Christian warrior, as a, as a leader, you, you need accountability. You need to seek ways for yourself to be accountable. And uh, in this in this particular pas passage, Paul's talking about servants and how servants are accountable. You, you're in fact you are a servant of God, and he he uses the word regard, where it says, "This then is how you ought to regard us." And the word regard means to reckon or account. So your your life should be a reckoning. It should be an accounting of. Of your relationship with God and it's from the same Greek wor word that gives us the word logic in Paul's time it meant to calculate to number or to be precise and the verb form means to put together ones in one's mind various calculations the life of a Christian leader or, or a spiritual warrior should be one of accountability. Pay attention to, to what you're doing online. Pay attention to your your social media posts. They they matter. People are watching. Paul believed that being accountable is an obligation for every one of us. Unfortunately, many leaders l live and lead without being accountable. And this includes many churches. This includes what you, you find online, too, as far as uh, online ministries and the like. 
So think a minute about bookkeepers and, and accountants. A bookkeeper keeps track of financial tra transactions and an accountant inspects financial records and makes reports. A financial audit and accounting of what a company is doing can make or break the future of an organization. So in the case of a company, of a church, of an organization, being unwilling to be audited can cause many problems for that church or that company or that organization. People won't trust the organization and it could actually cause an organization to stop functioning. Being accountable is expected. Now that leads to a whole other problem in today's society. A lot of times the, the perceived accountability is based on untruths, partial truths, and, and flat-out lies, but that's, that's for another day. Um, in, chapter four, in chapter 4, Paul is telling the Corinthians that Christian leaders are to be open books. Live your life with nothing to hide, and then you have nothing to worry about. Live your life just being who you are. Christians need to be to need to be held accountable for their actions to God, to other Christians, to everyone. There's people looking, unfortunately, there's people who don't believe the way we do who are looking for you to fall. And not to mention the, the enemy himself, Satan, who's looking for you to, to, to fall so he could accuse accuse you before God. If you're not accountable, your life will be out of balance. And you will miss out on God's plan. Jesus is the only servant leader who had a perfect record. Even the lives of, of great leaders throughout history, whether in the Bible, um, other Christian leaders, there were past mistakes, there were weaknesses, there were, there were fears, there were sins that they had to overcome. And if these issues are hidden and unmanaged, They'll cause you to fall. They'll cause you to stumble. They'll, they'll, they'll get between you and God's plan for your life. But when you, you agree to be held accountable, you'll begin to realize a continual blessing. You'll experience success in God's plan for your life. If need be, if need be, form an accountability group. It'll help you deal with temptations, uh, It'll, it'll help you make better choices, and it'll help you keep commitments. Accountability is absolutely essential for a Christian leader. In 1 Corinthians 3-4, to Paul discusses different types of uh, accountability relationships. And he uses four examples. He uses the relationship between a, a master and a servant in, in verse 3-5. Uh, the relationship between a father and a son in, um, in verse 4, 14. The relationship between co-workers or equals. Uh, that's, where, that's where we spend most of our time with, with people who, who, are, who are equal to us in our level of society. Those, those include f friends, um, people without authority over each other. And he also includes the, the relationship between the farmer and the soil. 
um, a non a non human relationship, or in other words, our relationship to to the world around us. Christians must be held accountable with with everything. If you're a student in your school, uh, at your job, if if you're if you're an adult um, on sports teams, in clubs, in um, in hobby groups, with friends, in your family, at church, everywhere you go, it is required that you you have this that you practice this this behavior. Spiritual power comes when you accept the accountability to others and you realize that it, it's it's good most importantly your accountability to, to God and by doing this you're gonna begin to bear fruit from from that accountability see true Christians are people with consistent and meaningful accountability who do their best to live a balanced life who seek God and everything who, who make God the most important part of their day um, who who put him first in everything? Don't you think the people that God puts in your life deserve that type of uh, of a a person? Being a Christian leader or a spiritual warrior requires service. In First Corinthians four, Paul teaches about service. First uh, Corinthians four one says, "So then, be so then, men ought to be." to regard us as servants. The word Paul uses means minister. And the meaning comes from a Greek word which refers to attendants, slaves, and servants. The original use of the word was uh, to describe galley slaves on a ship. Their job was probably one of the hardest jobs at the time. Um, the, they they rode the the boat in the galley of the ship the the big sh not just a rowboat like a big boat and they were in the lowest part of the ship they were there all day uh, no sunlight uh, very dreary damp wet conditions um, it was the lowliest it was the most menial job on the ship and the conditions were harsh. And the word servant eventually came to mean anyone under the authority of another. And Paul makes it clear throughout this book that, that we're meant to be servants of others. We're meant to be servant leaders. In 1 Corinthians 14.40 it says, Put every, But everything should be in a fitting and orderly way. The church needs organization. And God has given offices and titles for, for people to lead. You need organization in your life. And your, li your leadership, your position in life does not come with a title. It comes with a passion to serve others, to see needs, to, to realize that, that there are so many people becoming victims of spiritual attack in this world. So who are you to be loyal to? Paul says we should serve all people. All people, let your light shine wherever you go. Be a life changer, whether you're, you're, you're shopping at the grocery store, talking to the deli clerk, or, or you're, you're um, with a co-worker or your boss.
at work. I don't I don't know, but 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 be a life changer. Let everybody leave your presence better off than when they when they came into your presence. Leaders are servants of Christ. That's our highest loyalty. That's 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 where we devote. Um, we don't do we don't do anything that that will um, uh, cause character issues in our life. So we think of ourselves as the galley slaves of Jesus. We do His will always. So how do we go forward in life? We we realize that we have to provide service. We have to continue to to grow. Uh, we have to be life changers. And that's very simple. It sounds complicated, but, but basically what we need to do in our interactions with other people, we need to listen to them. We need to be there for them. And we need to share the word of God. Always. And then let the Holy Spirit guide your response. Every interaction is meant to be different. Um, everybody's dealing with different issues. Uh, let the Holy Spirit, he'll, he'll talk to you. He'll tell you what to say. Maybe nothing needs to be said in a particular situation at that moment. And like the slaves who row a boat in the lowliest parts of the ship, it's hard. Not going to lie to you, it's hard to, to be a Christian spiritual warrior in today's world. But it, it serves the most important purpose. It glorifies our God in heaven. It saves souls. You must learn to serve God before you can serve people. God's perfect. People are far from perfect. And you must focus on becoming a servant leader. Jesus showed us the perfect example of servant leadership in John 13, 1-20 when he washed the, the disciples' feet. And you need to do the same things in the lives of other people. Christ-like servant leaders do the following. They serve others in a spirit of love. And loving people does not mean you have to like their, their actions um, or, or even, even their personalities. You need to be secure enough in God to help others. To give of yourself. You need to allow people to serve you. Now this <clears throat> may sound um, uh, counter counterintuitive to what we're talking about, but think about it for a minute. If you're always serving people and, and you never allow them to serve you, you are, um, you're robbing them of the, the joy, the spiritual growth that, that comes with serving people. So be served. Allow, allow others to, to serve in your life. It allows them to grow closer to God. Don't let anything interfere with your relationship with Jesus. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. If your TV show is causing you to stumble, or, or your social media is causing you to stumble, or your music's ca causing you to stumble, turn it off. Keep yourself spiritually clean. We live in a very corrupt, very dirty world, spiritually. You're better than that. You're chosen. You're of God. Always be an example. Be a life changer. Speak, speak the words of truth, but also live the words of truth.
Be blessed. Well, how do you be blessed? Invite God's goodness into your life. Ask him to bless you. Accept that blessing. He he has it. He has a specific blessing intended for your life. Don't live by the world's beliefs. We live in a world where where truth is very hard to find. There, there's only one place where where you can go to for consistent, reliable truth, and and that is your Word of God. That is um, through God and prayer and meditation. Don't try to force this issue. Forcing people to accept our way of life will backfire. <clears throat> you may be able to, to get people to, to accept, or say they accept Jesus in the moment, but, but if, if they don't believe what you're saying, then they're going to walk away and, and revert back to their old lifestyle. You don't have to win an argument. Learn to plant a seed. Use the example of Jesus, always. Let your heart become the, the, the servant's heart. Influence others for God, continually. Dear Lord, we, um, we thank you, Lord, for, for your word, for your guidance, for your leadership, God. Show us how to live lives of, of uh, accountability and service putting you first in everything that we do, Lord. Show us how to uh, make a difference in, in this world for you. Uh, each one of our paths are different. Uh, where you're leading us is different. The people that we encounter are going to be different, God. But you know everything. Your Holy Spirit goes before us. Um, control our thoughts, our, our minds, God, our words. Influence us, Lord. Get rid of any struggles and any inhibitions um, we may be dealing with, Lord. We know that you're perfect and that you have a perfect plan for each one of us. And we thank you for this. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, and I will see you next time on Renewed to Win.